to the same room. I'm so excited about this segment on experiencing the supernatural with Dr. Matthew Stevenson, the senior pastor of All Nations Worship Assembly and major pop soul R&B recording artist. In part two of this conversation, we are gonna be speaking about hearing from God. If you've ever felt frustrated when someone said to you, just listen to God, just follow his voice, this is a conversation you certainly don't wanna miss. So we've covered what it's like to experience God in a supernatural way. Mm -hmm. And right now I want us to talk about what it's like to hear from God, which is supernatural, but actually very simple. Mm -hmm. And so what are some of the ways that you, you both hear from God? Because this is the thing, right? A lot of times people get really frustrated when they say, just listen to the voice of God. Just sure. let God lead you. And people take that literally. Right. Like I, can't, I haven't heard him say anything. Right. And so let's share about how you guys hear from God. I... I you know this new term when they're like you you're woke. Yeah. You're woke. I think I think that the trend right now is to become woke and that's aware that's of everything that's around you and I think the more I declutter the noise and the people and the things the more woke I am or I'm aware of the different communications that God is having with me. Like I'll, I remember driving one time, well, I wasn't driving, I get Uber, Uber everywhere. Um, <laughs> uh, I was riding and I saw this big old tree that was like somewhat hovering over the freeway. Mm -hmm. And it just hit me this day, cause I done passed this many times and I'm wondering why the tree, why no one's, no one is concerned about this tree that's just sitting over the freeway. And I heard in that is you need not be afraid if I've kept you this long. Wow. And so I, and then I'm hearing other things and I'm like, there's nothing to fear because if he did it before, he can do it again. And that hearing, yeah. what was that hearing? Like, was that a hearing of a knowing? Was that your own inner voice? I think, I think we all, we, there's, we call it instinct. But I think once you build relationship with God, you're like, oh, Holy Spirit, you've been here all along. Yeah. And so, and you can mm -hmm. tell me if I'm if I'm acting on you, the doctor. I will. But, um, <laughs> but <laughs> that's that's kind of what I think. I think that inner voice becomes you. You realize the Holy Spirit's been talking to me for a minute now. All along. So before people have enough knowledge to know this is God, this is what He's saying. The Holy Spirit's favorite and most common microphone is the conscious and because mm -hmm. everybody has one. So he'll start to steer that. And then as people start to grow and learn and pursue it or even talk back to it, it goes from the conscious to now conversation yeah. in different ways it happens. So the short answer is yeah. There it is, boss. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> and what I love is that, you know, um, in part one of this conversation, Dr. Mm -hmm. Stevenson, you mentioned about how when there were things that you thought were random mm -hmm. and those random things you recognize that mm -hmm. you know what god was actually speaking Absolutely. to me and so even in what you're saying where it's just like when you've had this relationship to know that wait holy spirit you've been with me this mm -hmm. whole time yeah and so one of the ways that we're acknowledging here is through our consciousness mm -hmm. that and and i think even for me i've noticed that sometimes i can be speaking with someone mm -hmm. and i'm in my own voice mm -hmm. i just something drops in me and it says stacy mm -hmm. yeah. but the thing is that we have to 
to go back to that simple nature of God. That <laughs> who's Stacy? Who's Stacy? And uh, then the person is like, oh, I, I can tell you hear from God because you did like that. <laughs> that. That's the thing that all that's prophetic people do. <laughs> You know, but and it's like, oh, Stacy's my mother. But yeah. someone who finds it, who who feels like they're frustrated because they mm -hmm. don't hear from God, it's not that they don't hear; it's that they haven't acknowledged they haven't what it was, yeah. that actually God has been speaking yeah. to you the whole time. Yeah. So would you say that God? Would you have to be a believer to hear from God? Absolutely not. Exactly. Um, and that is a major myth. Yes. Um, the 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 idea is that God likes to speak to people who like to speak to him. And that's not true. Mm -hmm. I have met and personally ministered to people. Um, one particular person comes to mind that was literally uh, high off crack and the voice of the Lord interrupted and disturbed the high. Like, how long yeah. are you going to do this? You know? And wow. so come and, on, bro. And, and listen, <laughs> what I love about God is that if, if your loss of sobriety is the only opportunity he has to spare you. He'll That's speak it. through any of that stuff. And so, no, I don't believe that. In 1 Corinthians 14, it talks about how if an unbeliever, comma, or one unlearned comes in mm -hmm. and everybody speaks with tongues, they'll say, you're crazy, you're mad. That's what they say about us Pentecostals. <laughs> then it says, but if all prophesy, they fall to their face, they repent, their heart is confronted, and they confess, God is among you. Now, that's a simple thing, but here's what always blesses me. For an unbeliever or somebody unlearned, so that's an et cetera, mm -hmm. to acknowledge, yo, not only is there one God, but he's here, shows the power of hearing from God wow. and the fact that the, an unbeliever's heart knows when they've heard something that could only have come from God. That's you beautiful. smart, man. <laughs> <laughs> you real smart, man. <laughs> God made you, man. <laughs> I love that. And what would you guys say are some of the are some of the the things that what is one thing you can actually pinpoint that God has spoken to you directly that had a oh. major impact in your life? It's so frequent. It's like what what deserves to be spotlighted, um, because. And I love that the, the, even the use of frequency. That yeah. it's so frequent. Yeah, because mm -hmm. I yeah. I hear from God all the time to like. Send this message to this person mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and I'll send it and they respond back like, yo, I was just about to call it quits. If I did not see this message and I don't know how many times that has happened in my life where a text or a call has saved somebody from a detrimental possibility. Mm -hmm. um, so it's, 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 it's real difficult to spotlight it because, I mean, that's what it is. It's yeah. just, I get it all the time. I get it all the time. Like, I'll I, I tweet, I, they call me the Hope Dealer. They call okay. me the Hope Dealer. I like that. We ain't dealing <laughs> dope, we dealing hope, all right? And so, <laughs> and so people, a lot of people rely on my messages uh every now and then where i will post my tweet to instagram and i spoke on the not giving up i said check on your strong friends mm -hmm. i said it's always good to check on the the weak ones that are obviously vulnerable but check on the strong friends because strong friends have learned the ability they've mastered the ability to hide behind the real you know to hide behind what's really happening and I said, um, or the mask of what's, you know, really happening. And I said, uh, when I said it, people started sending messages. And then I would get messages like at two and three in the morning. That's when the strong friends are awake. Mm -hmm. And so strong people are like, man, you have no idea. 
And I put in my caption, I'm talking to you. Yeah, you strong friend. And so then I just started responding. It's random. I'll respond to the different people talking to them. I'll say, they're like, I was just about to quit. This was going to be the day. And I said, well, looky here. And so you, you, see recognize, you and you recognize those moments as moments where you felt a leading by the Holy Spirit to send that message. All day. Number That's God. Number God. That's beautiful. And how about you, Dr. Stevenson? What are, what I'm is, stumped. What I'm sitting there like, man, this is crazy. It's hard when you do it. <laughs> yeah. when you, well, the, the more common it happens, the more you trust it. So you yeah. like, well, you know, I would probably say probably the most but jarring was so everybody has a life plan, right? You. Yeah. You leave high school, you go to college, you choose this career, and then anything that commits you to a lot of people, you do middle 30s, right? Mine didn't happen that way. <laughs> I had a, a full ride to college, and I was in the middle of a dorm room um, on my way to a chapel service and um, felt like the Lord wanted something out of me, and I didn't know what, so I lifted my hands to worship. And um, we were singing uh, what I thought then was a dumb song because uh, you know I wasn't familiar with like alternate worship style, so mm -hmm. if it wasn't black and strong and heavy, I didn't feel it. But uh, she was playing an acoustic guitar, and she started singing, open the eyes of my heart, Lord, and I lifted my hands to worship, started crying, I'm like, Lord, what? And he said, leave the scholarship, leave the clothes, leave here, go back home, and uh, start a church for me. I'm like, no! And <laughs> that was like a, 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 it was a, a it was It was such a knowing, it was wow. almost tormenting, because everything in me was fighting for normalcy. And um, in the moment where the Lord spoke to me, I had to wrestle with following my heart or his. And wow. um, thank God I did today because, I mean, I've got thousands of stories about where they would be and what they wouldn't have said had I not said yes to God in that dorm room. But that was probably the hardest thing I had to hear. There are yeah. some things from God I don't want to hear. <laughs> to, to get, to, to, so a specific, because thank you, you yeah. had time to think about it. <laughs> Just tell me, she could have told us before the interview. Huh? But um, when I decided to stop chasing the embrace of gospel music mm. as a genre, my, my. as an artist. Wow. Because I grew yeah, up in a church, I was supposed to be a gospel artist. You were supposed Period. to be a pastor too. Right, right. I was supposed to be, I'm choir boy. They called me choir boy. And um, and I sang with different people and did all this stuff and met all the big folk in gospel. And I remember a record label told me, "We already have a gimmick uh, in gospel right now, so we don't we don't we're not looking for any right now." I'm like, "A gimmick? This is me. I'm uh. major. This is me." But I was hiding behind choir boy because I didn't like my name major. But I moved to LA and I remember singing. Um, on a stage for what was called R&B Live, Chris Spencer, one of the creators of Hollywood, uh, Husbands of Hollywood, um, he said, you're about to take over this city. It's about to happen for you. This was 10 years ago. And and I'm like, uh, I sing gospel, so I, I hope you know that we about to do some stuff with some mm -hmm. gospel. And sure enough, I remember the release that God gave me and the permission to move into mainstream and I was scared. This is Moses for me. This is a Moses assignment because I don't have the verbiage of R&B mm -hmm. like that. I can I can run the rhetoric of gospel all day long because mm -hmm. that's what I grew up on. But every day for me now is a faith step. And it's crazy because I can unapologetically be myself in mainstream when in gospel I was trying to 
present to yeah. keep up and accommodate with what the choir was preaching to the choir. Mm -hmm. And so I remember him saying, sing about me and the rest of the world will sing along. And what he was telling me, and I understood it through a conversation with Stevie Wonder, sing about love because God is love and he will always be there. Sure enough, we have Why I Love You, 66 million views later. Love that. A whole bunch of weddings. Thank God I can go to Chick-fil-A and get a large because <laughs> I got money for it. Um, and we got a gold record by trusting him that. at his word. You that. know what I love about even what you both just shared is that this experience that you spoke that you heard from God was something that was sacrificial to you. Mm -hmm. And do you think that a lot of times the different ways that we hear from God, whether it's through dreams, a vision, mm -hmm. a knowing, an instinct, mm -hmm. uh, a certain thing that you have peace concerning, do you think that people reject it and don't acknowledge it as the voice of God because it's not something they want to do? Absolutely. So what makes the voice of <laughs> you the, just said it. What makes the voice of the Lord, what gives it its volume is your personal surrender. It, yeah. it gets louder the more you're yielded to it. So you're not gonna choose to hear and follow a voice that you're not reconciled to follow. What, mm -hmm. what made that moment conflicting for me was that I knew in my heart that there was no way else to go. I couldn't pretend like I didn't hear it and I was too far out to go back to what I knew. Um, and so my surrender is what amplified there that. Whatever you're That's saying, it. I'm going to do. And so it's not that I want to, but I'm going to I'm going to do it until I want to do Withholding it. Withholding nothing. Yeah, absolutely. Because in that surrender, that's what pulls us that even when we have a dream that mm -hmm. is random, we want mm -hmm. to search it out. We want absolutely. to write it down it's and surrender. find out yeah. what God, what are you saying about this mm -hmm. dream? I yeah, the scripture that. says it like this way. The secret of the Lord is with them that fear him. Mm. So the things that God does not commonly share belong to those who yield to him in a unique way. And so even as we, we, we close this out, what would Woo! be some of the ways? <laughs> feel I feel it. God is here. <laughs> I feel it. You know. God is here. <laughs> but what, was, what would be some of the ways that you can speak to people in cultivating the ability to hear from God? Because one of the things is that someone... Um, I remember there was a lady who told me and she's like, you know, God doesn't speak to me the way he speaks to you. Mm -hmm. Or, you know, how do I know God is the one saying this or that? And it's like, your devotional time has a That's lot starts, to yeah. do with it. Mm -hmm. But I want to hear from you both about what are some of the ways that people can cultivate hearing mm -hmm. from God. That be still will change your life. Mm -hmm. When you arrest worry, concern, confusion, Family, when you be still and allow the voice that speaks the clearest in stillness, it will cultivate and ease a flow that just says, you know what? I can do this thing called life. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Because I'm not doing it. Yeah. It's that stillness. It's that surrender. Stillness is surrender. From the noise, it's the let go. It's the <laughs> let go. It's, it's a wealthy place, yo. Yeah. Devon Franklin said on A Super Soul with Oprah. Mm -hmm. I love Oprah. Um, <laughs> he says, he says, she says, define success. He says, success is when you have reached peace of mind. That's true success. Mm -hmm. And you can only find that 
by way of stillness. Yeah. I love that. So stillness and... So for me, I think I would, uh, that is a favorite of mine yeah. because it actually is very hard to master. <laughs> but um, for me... It's a journey. One of the things that Jesus said that, that blows me away, um, that, that leads into the point I want to make, is that he was dealing with religious scholars or doctors of the law. And he told them, it, the message version says, and he laughed. And then he said, you search the scriptures thinking that through them you have eternal life. But they are that that reveal me, right? So one of the things that I think that has happened in American culture, millennial culture, is a gross mistrust of the scriptures. That's right. Brilliant tactic of enemy, though. If I can get you to mistrust the scriptures, I can get you its message, its personhood to yeah. be obscured. The whole point of all 66 books is him. When we approach it, we approach it or have been taught to approach it right, wrong. This is how you do life. This is how you do marriage. When we should approach it freshly to find him. What I find is if people spend some time getting to know his character, having conversations with him is easy. The problem is mistrust, right? Yeah. We don't completely know or have confidence in God's character totally. So we not we don't have confidence in his character, in yeah. his conversation. So the, the, the marriage there, the more I am acquainted with his character, the more I'm going to rely on conversation with him. Yeah. That trust creates the accuracy. That's right. It creates the, the consistency of communication. I would start to literally go to the scriptures, who are you, you know, and not be afraid to explore it beyond the dogma that we've inherited as if uh, the way he was presented was who he is. Oh, has his character <laughs> been misrepresented? Oh, though? absolutely. And, and and, that is, that, uh, that is, I find that so fascinating mm -hmm. because the Bible is the one consistent thing mm -hmm. that everyone can read mm -hmm. and hear the voice of God mm -hmm. from. But what you mentioned, and even connected to what you say, stillness and trust. Mm -hmm. If we remove that out of the picture and mm -hmm. if we, we cannot trust the voice of God, we then it's almost like the one thing that at any point in time, if you want to learn the character of God or if you want to mm -hmm. understand your experience, mm -hmm. you can go to that. Absolutely. It's been broken. And, you know, it's, it's, inc it's incredible. I remember one time I had a dream. And in the dream, the person who approached me, I understood was the Lord Jesus. Mm -hmm. But he spoke to me to read a scripture mm -hmm. in the Bible that mm -hmm. I had never read mm -hmm. and, and spoke to me about that scripture. Mm -hmm. And then when I woke up, I go to that scripture and I'm reading and I'm like, oh my gosh, this mm -hmm. is what he spoke about. Mm -hmm. And so you see that that consistency that no, he he he, he trusts in what mm -hmm. is written. He mm -hmm. trusts in the word. And I think that people have taken that out of content mm -hmm. and say that these were, these were written by flawed men. Sure. And well, so, it, we, so it all matters how you yeah. the scriptures are going to say what you're looking for. Exactly. The crime that we are in culturally speaking is people are going to the Bible not looking for, not Jesus. Looking for Jesus. They're looking to defend what they believe. Yeah. They're looking to defend what they've been taught. They're looking to find justification for what they want to do. Yes. And nobody's looking for the God man. Yeah. If you approach it looking for him there, then you find him from Genesis to Revelation. I did it. Yeah. yeah, degrees and all. Yeah. I challenged myself two years ago. Yeah. I want to find Jesus yeah. in everything from, and I found him in Noah's Ark. I, I found yeah. him on the mountain with Moses. I found him all the place. He's there. It's his point. It is yeah. what he's saying. It's a journey. Yeah, it's a journey. And I know a lot of the 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 folks that are going to watch this moment are trying to figure out, like, okay, I hear that, but you can't expect me to get there yeah. that quick. It's a journey and, and the grace of God that is extended and just who he is 
it replenishes and it provides fuel by the day and by the moment. That's so true. That's good. Don't rush this thing. That's good. But certainly, don't go slower than you know you can. Yeah. And that journey begins by knowing everyone can hear from God. Yeah. yeah. It's That's a place of pursuit. Yeah. My favorite, my heart is getting stirred up. You have to <laughs> I know. This is good, bro. This is good. In Psalms 139, David is writing probably after he's frustrated about what mm -hmm. happened with him and Bathsheba. And he starts talking. He says some real crazy stuff that yeah. we don't preach enough of. He says, if I go to the lower parts of the earth, you're there. Yeah. If I make my bed in hell, you're, you're there. 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 If I take up the wings of the morning, you're, you're there. there. And he says this, even the dark is not dark to you. Oh, that's my. You know what? You know what I love about that is because I remember when I was in college and I was just wilding out. Yeah. I would go out. You were wilding. I was wilding. I was wow. the one on the speaker dancing. Yeah. Ah. <laughs> but you know, the funny thing was that while I'm on that speaker and I'm just, mm -hmm. you know, alcoholed up to mm -hmm. the brim, God is speaking to me about somebody. Oh, I believe it. Yeah. And what, what was fascinating to me, it was that I'm like, God, how can you? Why? Yeah. Because we question it. We mm -hmm. question that it can't be God mm -hmm. because I'm in such a dark place. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But I knew the voice of God too yeah. well to not know that it was not. It was him. And mm -hmm. so people will find it crazy that I have two drinks in my hand mm -hmm. and I'm going to someone. Two. Oh, two. I was, whew, you know, <laughs> you were lit. <laughs> <laughs> but I will have two drinks in my hand and I'm walking to someone and I'm saying that, you know, God is going to heal your father. Yeah, and in yeah. the club, they break down crying yeah. and say, mom, my father's in the hospital. Yeah. And I will go home and I will break down in tears yeah. because I say, God, you love me this yeah. much Come on. that even in a dark place, yeah. you're still speaking to me. And you will tell me, don't go out tonight because you're going to get drunk. And I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> I'm going back to Psalm But I love that. Oh, I love that. that. Even the even darkness the dark is, is not, not light to you. And I think that's the takeaway yeah. for everyone watching mm -hmm. this, that there's nothing that no. can pull you away from yeah. the presence before of God. You, before you, if you're struggling with confidence in the scriptures, yeah. if you're struggling with confidence in what you know to be Christianity, pursue him. Exactly. He'll answer questions. The dark is not dark to him. And he's not intimidated. The worst lesson I learned from religion was don't question God. It was yeah. the worst thing God I could ever questions. know. He loves it. He, he calls the, himself the, the answer. He's the truth. He's the way. He can, he can handle, handle it. He can yeah. handle it. That boss can handle it. <laughs> I pursue him, he'll answer. I love this. Listen, all I got to say is, and this is, call it cheesy what you will, but this is why I love you. I can't go that high, so. <laughs> it's real. <laughs> that's why I sing the song that I yeah. sing. Because that's what's available. Absolutely. Yeah. I don't care what I did, what I'm doing, what I'm going to do. That love is right there yeah. for us. And that's what people need to know, that anywhere you are in life, God sees you, God knows you. You already hear from God. You just need to acknowledge that it's him speaking. I love, love that. Love it. It's good, y'all. Beautiful. It's good. Y'all oh. smart. <laughs> <laughs> Next, On The Same Room. On this episode of The Same Room, I'm going to be joined by the amazing Dr. Caroline Leaf, neuroscientist and best-selling author, as well as the beautiful actress Amber Riley, best known for her reoccurring role on Glee and most recently Tyler Perry's Nobody's Fool. Our conversation is going to be centered on brainwashed. Are we conditioned to fail? If that sparks an interest in you, you don't want to miss this. Stay tuned.